everybody. Welcome Happy to Weird Thanksgiving. Dis- <laughs> Welcome to Weird Discussion of Race Speak. Right, yeah. <laughs> I Okay. <laughs> so let's let's just get into it. Okay, so there's a lot of other things going on. Here are the subplots, okay? Okay, okay. Um we have uh okay, so Angel is back. Yes. And um he's yeah thank god um yeah he he shows up in like the intro and i literally i out loud i was like what the fuck are you kidding me what this guy will not go away season four continues to surprise i mean i like angel now like i'm definitely definitely warmed up to him um right yeah still like i was still shocked to see it's like almost a welcome change because you're like man yeah if i could have you if i could have present angel or riley yeah. I would rather have Angel. Yep. Retweet. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so Angel's back. He has a buddy that told him that they had, like, a vision of Buffy getting really hurt. And so Angel is here, like, watching Buffy, basically. Yeah. Um, and there's that whole, there's the same type of thing where it's, like, she, like you get to see her, but she doesn't get to see you, which right, is worse. Are you being fair? Yeah, it's kind of garbage. It's like, you've changed. I mean, he's changed, but he hasn't like changed i don't know i like i I understand where he's coming from but at the same time it's like it is a little it is unfair and it's also (laughs) a little bit stalkerish yeah god he's just like lurking in the woods yeah that's the first shot you get of him is him just lurking in the woods watching her pun (laughs) while she kills vampires yeah Yeah, and he's like oh buffy this is why i love you (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, as far... I'm not really on anybody's side because I see exactly where he's coming from because I do think that he's got the worst end of the deal. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, in this decision. And also, it's preventing a lot of, like... Are you here or you're not? Yeah. And at the same time, I feel that if everybody would just use their communication skills, he could fucking call her on the telephone and be like, Hey, Buffy, (laughs) it's Angel. You okay? I had this... Like, I have no problem, like, coming down there and watching you. And she would say no, and he would say, I would really, really want to. Would it be okay with you? And she would eventually say, yes, I feel. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's been a while. No, it's been a while. It's been a uh, while. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like it's been a long time now to where, like, he could show up and her, like, not fall to pieces. But also, who knows? Because of... How yeah. things ended, maybe I don't know. I feel Listen, like he's it's all that guy. Area. He's he's that guy for her. That's like it's always going to be like you're always going to kind of be a little bit in love with him. Okay, so why can't they be hotline blings? That's true. You know, he's yeah. like he's like yo, you need a bodyguard right now. What's up? Let's hook up. Like let's have fun. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess they can't. You know, they can do other things anyway. <laughs> they um, can go watch porn in a movie theater. Yep. <laughs> and then God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so I don't understand. I Okay, I personally would handle it differently. If I was Angel, I would, like, call and be like, yo, what's up? Like, we'll what's keep up? it cash, but I do gotta be there, you know, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. sure. It is. So anyway. So I will say that this episode, for me, I, know, I was talking last, um, last episode about how the humor in the last episode, a lot of it fell flat for me because of the repetition. Yeah. I yep. will say, I thought humor-wise, this episode was pitch perfect. Yeah, this episode I was really it on was point. Hilarious, like so. Like it was, it was, um, it was like the right type of like tense humor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like just walking the line. I I agree that I thought the jokes. In I this thought, episode were yeah, good. It, they like the repetition 
came in, but it was with the angel is evil thing, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah, I thought it was well played. Like, and it didn't, it wasn't like, I think it have, if it had gone, I, usually to me, I feel like three is maybe a slightly too many. Like, too many jokes, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Especially for a 45-minute yeah, episode. I per- I agree. Okay, my favorite is the callback, which is, like, introducing something really early on mm-hmm. in, like, stand-up or an episode, and then, at like, near the end of the episode, you reference back to the same thing. Sure. And that's only, that's only two repetitions, as opposed to the classic comedy comes in threes type of thing. But the thing is, I think that kind of... I don't know. From a writing standpoint, I feel like it applies more to, like, he went to the grocery store and bought apples, bananas, and something funny, you know? And a bicycle. As opposed to, like... Know. Right. But, like, I, I think it opposed to, like... Uh, okay, so in my mind, the comedy comes in three should be applied to, like, lists and things like that, as opposed to literally using the same joke As opposed three to, times. like, the occurrences of jokes. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think some... Um... I think sometimes it can be okay. I think I think especially when it's a 45-minute episode, um, you kind of get a little overwhelmed. Like, you're kind yeah, of like, I agree. come on. Like, that's the big... I'm not going to get super into it, but that's the big problem I had with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I thought their humor was super... Oh, my God. I thought it was super repetitive, and, like, they were, uh, like, hanging their hats on yeah. Drax, basically. Yeah. And not yep. like not like in a cute not like in a fun, like let's learn more about Drax way, even though you kind of do. But in a yeah. more like he takes everything really literally and he laughs really loud and that's the joke. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I wasn't crazy I really about Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy too, guys. Yeah. I wasn't I crazy hard time about with it. it too. Yeah. Um, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy one though. No, I think so. I I think it's kind of unfair because I was so dis- like I was looking forward to it so much, and then Me I was too. I was just I was just really let down because I was like the first one is so wonderful. Yeah, the first one is tight. Yeah, it's like really Man, the great. The first one is so good. Anyway, this is not yeah, that. Anyway, this is so not Angel's the time, back, right? Nor That's the place. Subplot one. <laughs> Subplot number two. Spike is around, and Spike um, is in the mix. Yeah, he um, he's getting chased by Riley for like the first uh, bit of the episode. Then he goes to Harmony, who at first is like the whole thing is really sexist. Where he's like, she's like, no, I've done a lot of reading and I'm in control of my own power now. Which like I think they're framing it as a joke, but it's also like very very true. Like mm-hmm. uh, the more reading you do, the more you find your own feminine power. So that that's encouragement for <laughs> all my all our all our ladies out there. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, okay, so anyway, so she's like, I'm in control of my own power. And then he starts making out with her, and then she, like, loosens up, and she's like, oh, okay, or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? This is so sexist. And then she pulls a stake out from under the pillow, and she's like, get out. I said to get out. And she she's out. like, yup, and it's awesome. Yeah, Harmony. Loved it. Harmony comes into her own in this episode, and I'm like, nice. I'm yeah, with it. that was good. She's I mean, I hate everything else that she's time, done, though, so. <laughs> What'd you say? I said she's, I said I hate everything else that she's done. <laughs> Ever. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so Spike is around. Okay, and then eventually he shows up at Giles' house, and he's like, uh, where everybody's having Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, um. Subplot number three. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so he shows up and he's like, please help me, please help me. And Buffy's like, why would I help you? And he's like, well, I have insider information. So now she, he's going to, like, give her the scoop on it. The uh, scoop. Which is great. Yeah. Um, okay, so I believe those are all the subplots. And then, oh, and another subplot is that Xander has syphilis. But that is caused by the main plot. Well, also, so, Buffy wants segue. to make dinner. Oh, yes. That's Buffy's like, really yeah. set so she, on, like, having this whole homey thing, right? Yeah, it's actually kind of cute. I thought it, I thought Sarah Michelle Gellar was pretty funny. Yeah, she I thought good. she had a lot of good lines. Yeah. Um, okay, so the main plot is that... Uh, okay, so basically, the school is building a cultural center for the anthrop- anthropology department. Uh, basically on top of a Native American burial ground. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. And um, they start to dig, and Xander is, he's got this construction job Mm -hmm. um, on campus, and so he makes, like, the first big dig, and he falls through the ground into um, the mission, which I'm not actually sure what a mission is. Is it like a... A mission is... like a Salvation Army? (laughs) So a mission is um, a Catholic... I'm pretty sure... um, it's a Catholic, uh, like in the 1800s, especially by the Spanish. Uh huh. Um, they had these like, uh, kind of like I think the Alamo was a mission. Um, okay. Do you know like 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 a kind of enclosement? Hold on, missions. Wait, don't go anywhere. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. Mission. <laughs> Are you googling like mi- like? Uh, places. Like a... No, come on. Station, it's a base of missionary practice. Okay, cool. So So it is kind of like a Salvation Army. Yeah, it's Catholic. I thought you were talking about the thrift store first. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) uh, I was like, no, it is not like that at all, Caroline. (laughs) No. Not nearly. I like a Salvation Army thrift store, though. But I don't shop there for ethical reasons. Yes, I don't support their practices. Um, But, uh, so it's a lot of Catholic... It's it's usually like Spanish Catholic people coming okay, coming cool. to the United States, build up a little like a uh, building area thing, and so um, in and actually and the, um, Jane Espenson wrote this episode, and she did a lot of research into the Chumash, who were indigenous to um, who are indigenous. We should not talk about them in the past tense; they are still there. Um, yep. who are indigenous to Southern California, um, in Santa Barbara, which is probably where Sunnydale is supposed to be. Right. Um, so, uh, so, so these people were native to this area and they were herded into missions and they were, um, basically killed by a lot of famine and disease and the white people treated them terribly, obviously. What right. else is new? Um, so that, and that was, so I, um, was not as not into this episode as I remembered myself being. I thought you were, I was wait, more so into more it. I was into more into it than, into it than I remember. Yes. Which is kind of a theme of this, uh, <laughs> of this season. Well, of this, uh, the podcast. I just like, I remember myself oh, yeah. liking like the season three finale a lot more than I did this time. Um, okay. I remember liking, you know, whatever. So, so I remember like this and this episode, while it does, it, there's a lot of cringy things about it. I think, 
I think there's a lot of weird things about it. I didn't find it cringy. It was just like kind of contradictory a lot of the time. Well, um, do you mean like in the viewpoints it tried to present? Or yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And maybe maybe that's the point. Um yeah, the, see, the viewpoint to thing. To me that kind of like it kind of made sense to me because I was like they I mean like it's like they're having a like the episode along with the characters is like having a conversation right. about like oppression and um you know stealing land and uh-huh. you know like even though he, yeah, absolutely, he was treated terribly and stuff like that, he's still, like, killing people. Uh-huh. It's an interesting... Yeah, I mean... You go. Uh, so this episode was surprisingly more woke than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, And then at the same yeah. time, like, it started... Because the thing is, I mean, this was made in, what, early 2000s? 2000. And, um, yeah, like, now I, I'm, uh, I'm really aware of, like, all the Native American, uh, like, series of oppression and things like that. Um, but I wasn't really at that point, and I don't think a lot of people were, so I found it interesting that um, they were talking about this. And also, it proves that the Native Americans have been fighting for their rights for quite Ever. some time. Hundreds of years. Since we got here. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So anyway, so the, sub, so the main plot. Xander falls, Xander digs, he falls into this mission and gets cursed and sets mm-hmm. this spirit free. And then um, the spirit starts killing people who have wronged him, and it's revealed that he's, like, a a vengeance spirit. And uh, what else happens? Oh, Xander gets really sick. He catches every single one of the diseases that that the Native Americans got from the Westerners. I feel like, realistically, if he caught syphilis, smallpox, and what was the third one? There was a third one. I can't remember what it is. If he caught three... Comedy comes in threes. (laughs) Syphilis. There's the kicker. Um, If Xander had all three of those things at the same time, I feel like he'd be well on his way to death. Yeah, but he's magic, so... (laughs) Or it's magic. (laughs) I was going to say, is he? Yeah. Uh, Let me look at my notes. What else was super interesting? Oh my goodness, I wasn't yawning at all, and then I started recording, and now I'm yawning. I am the same. I'm I'm really trying to hold back yawns. Yeah. Uh, Okay, okay, what what else? What did I write? I took notes. There's this knife. They use the same ambiguous tribal music for Inca Mummy Girl. Yeah. Which I was like, (laughs) okay. I did notice the generic use of... um, ancient music i guess (laughs) see that was i think they did i think they did a lot of things um well you know if you know whatever but i think some of the things like uh the you know you know generic yeah ancient tribal music was kind of a misstep that a lot of tv shows and movies make it's yeah it's like you know a thing um and also, um, <laughs> uh, they did get, I, as far as I could find, I did a lot of, I did a lot of Googling cause I didn't want to be misinformed going into this episode, especially not this uh-huh. episode. Right. Um, as far as I could tell, Todd Thawley, the actor who played Hoos, the, uh-huh. you know, vengeance spirit is actually Native American. 
Okay, that's good. That's, that's a, nice. That's a brownie point. Yeah, that's nice that they got that they didn't get. I was really I was half expecting him to be worried. Mexican or something like yeah, that. I was, I was like, really worried. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but no, he was actually Native American, um, and. Uh, Oh god, why did I start? Why did Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but he but the character kind of um it was weird. Like sometimes he talked normally like in yeah. complete sentences and like but sometimes he was like you killed my people and like very tr- yeah. cliched and like trite like and and we should obviously clearly neither Carolina and I are Native American. Okay. We're both yeah. super we white. We also should clarify that. <laughs> We're both super um, white. Um and so, yeah, so like, I, I noticed that, too, with, like, the lines being weird. Mm-hmm. And then it was also, like, okay, so it started with, like, okay, so before they even said anything, or before the spirit even shows up, Willow talks about Thanksgiving and is, like, my mom doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving or Columbus Day because it's just something about, like, it's just a holiday about killing people mm-hmm. and, like, it's really weird that we celebrate this day. Right. Um, or that this, we even made this a holiday in the first place. Like, now it's got different connotations and different traditions, and I understand that. But the fact that, like, where it came from, that's, like, that's the grain of salt, right? It's, like, yes, this is where it came from, and at the same time, there have been adaptations. And, like, it's it's tough to draw the line on, like, where... Um, like, where you're supposed to accept things as they've evolved and where you're supposed to respect, like, where things have come from, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, it's weird, um, because obviously, I mean, I think it's easy for people to, like, um, not celebrate Columbus Day because there's nothing you do, you just get off school. Right. Um, yeah. but a lot of people have, um, turned it into, like, what it, like, it's Indigenous People Day, People's Day, Indigenous yeah, People's Day now, hope, like, a yeah. lot of people have kind of reappropriated it into that, which is really great. I think that's awesome, that's what I celebrated. Um, but Thanksgiving, yeah, and it really is, it really is tough to, like, yeah, it's tough to, um, wanna, what's the word, like, it's tough to, to like, kind eradicate of it or balance, protest it? Yeah, balance oh. your, your, um, beliefs of, clearly this Equal is not rights. a day we should be celebrating, this is, uh-huh. like, what we did should not be celebrated, and all the stuff, but like you can't flagellate yourself, um, because I don't know. At some point, it just becomes like kind of self-serving. I feel anyway. Yeah, like, I also agree because the thing is, is like if you're not celebrating Thanksgiving, um, and you're instead using that day to uh, put your time and energy into some type of cause that is actually going to help. Native Americans, that's one thing, but, like, if you just don't celebrate Thanksgiving and you just sit at home talking about, like, how bad Thanksgiving is, then, like, that doesn't it's really... like, who are you helping? Exactly. And, like, at that point, it's just you patting yourself on the back, and then, like, also, I see... I know a couple of people that were, like, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving because of this, and, like, they're white, and they didn't, like, do anything. Like, they still got together and, like, hung out with people. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, on Thanksgiving, um, which was, like, kind of weird i thought i don't know there's a certain point where like there's no like there's no point there's a certain point where there's no point right um and it's just it's just a post on facebook and twitter or whatever and being like i don't celebrate this aren't i a good ally and it's like you're just 
doing nothing. Yeah, and you like know? a certain point, you know, without, I mean, it's like, this is, I mean, it, this is a Bible verse, but like faith without works is dead. And like, yeah, I was just about to, I was thinking in my head, I was like, you need to walk the walk, right? Yeah, you can't like, just- like, and it's, it's, yeah, and it's basically, it's the same as, you, you know, if you don't, if you don't walk the walk, don't talk the talk. Like, exactly. You know, a lot of, and that's the problem with a lot of, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like the same, it's like the thing we were saying about Riley in the last episode. Like, you know, he's all about respecting women and being from Iowa and, you know, corn uh-huh. and whatever. But, you know, if his friends, if his friends say horrible things about women and he doesn't say anything, then what does that mean about him? Like, what does exactly. it really mean about what he believes? And it's the same thing with people who are like, it's like, uh, surface protesting, kind of. Yeah. Like social yeah. media, that kind or of thing. Or just in that instance, too. That's that's one thing is that it's like, it's like all these, um, like people are being like, I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving. Columbus Day is now Indigenous People's Day. And, but then at the same time, they're like not supporting uh, the protesters for like uh, all the pipelines yeah, that have the, been the going around and things pipeline. like that. And they, they don't stand up for them any other time of year except when it's, trendy to do so yeah exactly yeah um so that's one viewpoint that's presented in the episode yes exactly yeah and then um and then that's kind of the back and forth because buffy as the slayer is like yo he's killing people and then willow is like no no like it's we need to figure out a way to talk to him and it's not like and and then and buffy's like not like she's not like ready she's not like raring and ready to go like she really doesn't want to kill him She's right. just like but she's she's like is this my job? You know that's the question. Okay, so here's here's the joke, right? Here's the joke in the episode. Willow who is um for most of the time like I know Buffy has a mother figure um but like Willow is kind of Buffy's mom in some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh or like she's the mom friend, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh and then on the other side we have Giles who is obviously the father figure and uh he is saying like your duty as a slayer is to get rid of him like I understand but he's not like he isn't an, an actual he isn't an actual indigenous person it's a spirit right yeah. and like that's kind of Giles argument um and Buffy's in the middle of it and it's Thanksgiving and her two quote unquote parents are like fighting in front of her and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it is the, kind of like that. Gag. Like it's kind of like mom and dad are fighting on Thanksgiving and you just want everyone yeah. to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And I hadn't thought of it like that. Oh yeah. It's how it's shot too. Like they shoot it with like Willow and Giles are like fighting at each other and Buffy is like framed to look like very small and like little, <laughs> but yeah, and she's sitting there, and she's just like, oh, I don't know what to do, and she runs, and she keeps baking or whatever. Um, but yeah, so, like, that's the whole dilemma, is, like, do we kill the guy, do we not kill the guy? Eventually, the guy gets a bunch of friends together and, like, raises yeah. up a bunch of other spirits, <laughs> and then he attacks the house, and at that point, it's like, you gotta kill him. Yeah. Um, but the thing... Okay, so there was also, like, this really extreme viewpoint that we got from Spike, and... um and it was also really interesting. That's okay. Here's the problem is that both sides had points to it. Right. And I think that's um, I mean that's always my favorite TV argument. Like Yeah. It's always my favorite like it's my favorite kind of argument anywhere is when you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like both sides yeah. in this could be right or wrong. Yeah, so we get this like really extreme expression from Spike and he's talking about 
how they need to quit whining and it's like kill or be killed which it that's that is what it came down to mm-hmm. um but until i i do like that until it did come down to that they didn't do anything as opposed to like them like the rushing crew making out a decision and like, either way yeah right uh so spike is like we had better weapons and we massacred them get over it or i think he's saying you yeah, he's saying yeah, you had better weapons and you massacred them get over it it's not like the it. english did anything wrong ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, like the english have any blood on their hands yeah so so yeah so that spike viewpoint is just like that's what happens like that's that's the politics of the world. right and that's i mean i mean okay so the real like my point of view and i believe this is best as well um is that like you know fucking hashtag coexist like i've got to get one of those bumper stickers on my car but like that is kind of how i am and it's like if you see um if you see a society that's like doesn't have the same technologies as you like you should trade with them equally and like not be a murdering asshole about it it's interesting Um, though because oh and lord knows i'm not an anthropologist i'm not a historian i am not oh me neither like i were we supposed to do people not already know that we're not professionals um (laughs) i do not hold advanced degrees in anthropology if you know any of you were curious I did take a, a social anthropology class once, and I think I got a B in it. Um, but <laughs> and these are our credentials. <laughs> but um, it is like it's interesting, and God, you know, this episode. I don't think this episode really brings it up, but um, it is interesting to like. Do you leave societies alone? Do you introduce new technologies in them? Will that just make it worse? Because like giving. Like, (laughs) giving, um, uh, you know, cultures that didn't have guns access to guns is not exactly, you know, the best thing. What exact? I mean, like, I'm trying to think, God, you know what? And I shouldn't have... (laughs) Are you trying to think of a specific example? Yeah, I'm trying to... Fact-checking live is really hard, guys, okay? I'm just, I'm trying to come up with, like... No, they'll be they'll be forgiving. They'll totally be forgiving. Okay, so basically what you're saying is that it's like it's like if we would have, you know, more or less left uh, the Native Americans alone, but if we had like come over and been like, "Oh, there's already people here. Sorry." And like mm-hmm. just given them and been like, "Oh, wow, you've never heard of guns. You've never heard of silver. You never heard of mining." Right. Yeah. Like you th- you wonder like maybe that would have made things worse cuz I mean, when you do give societies guns, things go exactly as you think that how they might, things yeah. go when you give a society gun when you give a society so. a gun is my new children's <laughs> book um yeah it's like but it's like i don't know so i just and and i'm not and i'm just raising a question because i don't have the answer yeah, i don't know if it's like because with technologies it's like but with wheels and stuff like that like is that good like, you know, if, 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 if somebody hasn't invented the wheel yet and you show them the wheel, is that good? Or are you, like, interrupting the natural flow of, like, their evolution? Yeah. It's good interesting. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. Right. It's... <laughs> I say... <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Because no, I was I, like... I, I, brought, I started talking and I was like, hmm... Uh, no, it's more of a discussion than an answer. Right, yeah. Um, but it's really important to have these discussions, everybody. Mm-hmm. 
And thank you for listening to ours. And that's why I'm a doctorate in uh, American anthropology. Thank you. Yeah, me too. My anthropology professor, um, his big study was he like, he studied societies in World of Warcraft. He studied like, he like um, infiltrated like guilds for years and just like studied them. And that was his like. What a waste of time. <laughs> what? He spent years infiltrating guilds on War of World of Warcraft. Yeah, he's like a really famous anthropologist. I didn't know this when I had him, but he, so, hold on, okay. let me. I'm, I'm Google him this. now. I'm gonna focus on the positive. What are the benefits of this? Okay, it's important to study. The rising phenomenon of online community mm-hmm. and the fact that certain certain borders that used to God, keep he us really looks like my ex boyfriend. It like is creepy. So okay. Send me a picture of him after the podcast. I will. And he has the okay. same his first name is my ex's middle name. We what's his first name? Uh Francois. What's his name? Francois. Francois, Francois what? Danga. Okay. D-E-N-G-A-H. So, so, okay, this is his... Okay, I'm a medical anthropologist interested in the relationship between cultural co- consonants and indicators of psychophysiological stress. Um, my re- research is with Brazilian Pentecostals examining how religion as a cultural system shapes coping resources and communal expectations which contribute to both salubrious and deleterious health outcomes. Now he's just making up words. Um, What's the part? Where's the part about World of Warcraft? I'm getting there. I also conduct research on computer gamers who play massively multiplayer online role-playing games, MMORPGs, for the uninitiated. Um, Specifically, (laughs) I examine how players negotiate the cultural demands placed on them by virtual communities and the, quote, real world, and how such involvement can lead to differential psychological health outcomes. So he basically studies about, you know, communities, like, um, online communities and how they might affect your mental health, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's not sure, as lame somebody, as I thought it was. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, but I still <laughs> think that there's more valuable things to look at. Yeah. You know, as opposed to spending years on... I think this was an excuse for him to spend years playing World of Warcraft. Maybe he was... Yeah, I, he, he had an account... That's, that's what... Th- this sounds like a scam to me. He had an account beforehand, and then he was like, mm-hmm. hmm, now that I'm getting my anthropological like anthropological degree, and I haven't decided on a thesis yet... <laughs> yup, I'm gonna pick my video game. <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Danga. We're not trying to discount your findings. He was a good professor. Yeah. He was Beth pretty chill. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay, so we basically got over the plot of this episode. Yeah. The very end of the episode is uh, somebody says, like, it's just like, okay, so Buffy's like, my Thanksgiving wasn't perfect. And then Willow says, like, what with the fighting and the good food? Just like old times or something like that. And then Xander, and then Xander says... <laughs> Yeah, especially with Angel being here. Which is super funny. And then it cuts funny. to black. Yeah, and then, well, it cuts to Buffy's face, and then it cuts to black, and then you hear Xander go, oops. Um, and which, on, the, on the episode of Angel that aired right after this, she goes right. to L.A., and she's like, why didn't you tell me you came? Okay. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, I think they might just kind of be involving the two to, like, maintain viewership on both. Oh, for sure. Like, I, like, they are definitely trying to, um, trying to up Angel's viewership. Like, they're like, ooh, he came, he visited, let's see how Buffy's gonna react. And you know, you just know. I think there's a website, um, where you can find the ads, the previews, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And you just know the preview for both of these episodes um, on the WB was like, tonight on a joint Buffy and Angel. Yeah, totally. Angel. (laughs) That's how how they do it. (laughs) All right. um, So my mom just got back, and so with all my siblings, so it's about to get really loud in here. Okay. So I'd like to rate the episode. Sure. Um, I'm going to give this episode an eight. I thought it was. Whoa. I thought it was really. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. Um, I had some problems with certain aspects of the story, but overall, I was more impressed than I remembered myself being. And it was a nice, um, I don't know. It's nice. I'm enjoying season four more than I remember. Okay. So far, anyway. I'll give it, I'll give it a seven. Okay, I'm rounding up. And, um, I was entertained the whole time, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, which recently does not always happen (laughs) um but yeah so i was totally entertained the whole time totally like what is going on like what is happening and like engaged in the dialogue so that's good um again i had certain issues with like the way that things were being presented but it's also like like they were trying to give the full discussion i guess uh as opposed to it being like a lesson about how we should treat and talk about indigenous people um yeah. Which is good in some ways and bad in some ways, uh, because in, I think in a lot of ways that presenting a discussion to an audience can encourage more as opposed to, like, giving them an answer. Yeah, I bet, you know? I bet the, um, I bet the, uh, the boards were all, all the Twitter that yeah. night. By the way, yeah, I found I the Pangs promo. Oh my god. I found it. <laughs> um, I hope it's real. Yep, it says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm interrupting, but it says, an all-new crossover event. Yep. So, I was right, right. yeah. (laughs) An all-new crossover. They're from the same universe, it's not a crossover. (laughs) Right, yeah, it's literally... Yeah, like, he's from that show. (laughs) Yeah, and it's, they, the cities are an hour away, like, don't get, don't get carried away here. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, I do think that I would like to celebrate this episode for posing a question as opposed to posing an answer. Um, and, like, yeah, I'm, I made my point. That's that's what I liked about it. Um, at the same time, I wish we would have gotten uh, some better representation for the the Native American characters, but also because... Like, the point was to bring up the question, not to, like, provide representation. But, you know, representation is always something that we're working on. And I, so, and I will say, sorry, God, I've got lots no, to say, apparently. I no, will say I said, that... No, it was one of those things where I said so, but it was the end of my sentence. <laughs> I will say that um, I, I, you know, I, I try and I'm 
trying to step back and kind of, you know, as a white person, not really, you know, try and say anything is one way or another or should be one way or another when discussing race or Uh writing episodes about race. I do kind of appreciate the way that they did it. It was a little more, it was a little more like stepping back, not, you know, really taking the reins because I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, internet, but pretty sure Jane Espenson is white. Wouldn't be surprised to learn that she is. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I I think it did all right. Yeah. And that's... The, yeah, and that's a lot of times that's all you can ask for, really. Like, the fact that they... The fact that this wasn't an episode about a, a Native American ghost that, like, comes and, like, ruins Thanksgiving, like, that's... That's a bonus, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at... We'll, we'll give, uh... What is it? We'll give credit where credit is due, I Truly. suppose. And, Even if it's a little credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, do you have time to listen to a 30-second um, promo? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is it, folks. Buckle in. Oh, wait. Hold on. I guess... Never mind, I can't do it because I'm on the phone with you and it's playing weird oh through the speakers. It's gosh. fine. I will put it in the episode. Okay, cool. All right, everybody. Um, <laughs> how anticlimactic. We okay, are anyway, a professional um, podcast. Not really. Talk to we you don't next get paid. We definitely don't. Can you imagine? God, <laughs> who would pay us? All right. Talk to you next week, everybody. Bye. Follow us on Twitter. You know what to do. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Crossover event. Once their forbidden love unleashed the evil hidden within him. Now their passion will reignite and nothing will keep them apart. If we let something happen here, what do you see? We got trouble. We'd want more. But this time their love will bring consequences. Angel? They could never imagine an all new Buffy Angel crossover event. <laughs>